guys, and welcome back to Let's Face Reality with Bravo. I'm here, Lena, with a one and only Susie Poozie Loozy Woozy. Hi, Susie. Hi, Lean Bean Machine. What's up? I'm great. How are you doing today? Well, obviously, I know how you're doing today because I spent all day with you. I'm pooped. That was a lot of walking at the mall. That was great. I'm glad we did all that walking. Guys, she bought me so much makeup today. She bought me so much makeup. We got makeup from Sephora, Ulta, and Macy's. I call it a sister debt. You know, for I put her in debt. For all the for all the times I scratched your face yeah. and <laughs> the scars she left on me. The, the literal scars. That's when I get back for it. But it's great, you know, because I don't buy makeup the entire time Suzanne's not here. So then when she is here, we always go on a makeup haul. I mean, is it normal for people to buy makeup without it being a makeup haul? Like, I don't Is that just even like... a makeup haul? We buy makeup twice a year, I would say. I know. Yeah, that's a makeup haul. That's great. Like, you just buy all your necessities. But it's like each time it's different. You know, the first time it was the contour, blush, all that. This time it yeah. was more lip liner, toner. You know, all that, that fun stuff. The inside stuff. But the <laughs> concealer is an every time purchase. Oh, it's always. Always need concealer. I run out of it so quick. Do you use foundation at all? Because I haven't used foundation in a long time. I still use it. Really? Yeah. I know people say it's too much, but... It's whatever. not, though. It's whatever works on someone's yeah. face. Like, I, it just... I just feel like, for me, my makeup, like, disappears. So, I feel like I have to... Oh, because you have oily skin. Yeah. So, do you not put powder on your face? It gets absorbed. No. Why? At least it works on you. It makes my face all powder. Like, what is it called? It looks matte. Uh, when, um, like, what? What is it called? You know, when uh, flaky. It makes my skin flaky. Oh, uh, okay. Do you yeah. not get flaky when you put powder on? For the record, guys, she has oily sometimes, skin. I have dry yeah. skin. No, that doesn't matter. I it mean, does matter. I, sometimes it does get flaky like that. That's why I don't put it on. Yeah. It just depends. What about your under eyes? Why don't your <laughs> under eyes crease, but mine do? No, mine do. No, they don't. No, they do. Do you keep a beauty blender on you when you go out? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Oh, okay. I so that's why thing. I thought it was funny when you pulled out your beauty blender from your purse and you were acting like it was like something weird, but like I literally did the same thing. Because a lot of people laugh when I pull it out in the middle of going out. I'll pull it out in the middle of a dinner outing, walking around in the gym. It's a necessity. You got to literally beat your face. It's no, not powder your nose anymore. You have to go to the restroom to beat your face. <laughs> I don't even feel bad about it anymore. I actually enjoy doing that. You know, just beating my face. That's nice. I know, right? <laughs> it's very cool. It's very zen. But so, anyway. What did you think about this Mamacita Madness well, episode? I feel like the conclusion I got from this was that Nicole was set up and the anger this entire episode was directed to, towards the wrong person. Like, why did Adriana get no heat from anyone except for Julia? Yeah, I don't know. This one seemed to be kind of a confusing one for me. Not no, like I, confusing. I like, like all over the place. I just, yeah, I feel like it was all over the place. Um, <clears throat> I feel like some people got off way too scotch-free. Yes. It was too easy. No, it was. Um, but like also at the same time, like nothing got accomplished. That's kind of how I felt. Everything left with an open wound. Like, there was no resolution with Julie and Adriana. Nicole, I feel like everyone was against her by the end of the dinner. I just feel like it was stirring the pot without mixing anything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, they were bringing up Marisol's ex being gay and Alexia's financial issues. We didn't even get down and talk about those at all. Yeah. So, what so even what was the whole point of Alexia having to pretend... Because Alexia thought, because Alexia knew Anna was going to come at some point. So she was like, let me so prepare myself. So they still myself. made sure to show us that? Well, they, she still prepared herself. I mean, yeah. 
But Anna did So basically, nothing. they just made Alexia out herself then. In a way, Technically, yeah. yeah. Didn't Alexia just kind of out herself without it even needing to happen? I don't know. I just like every up? season, Alexia keeps looking worse and worse. And I don't know if it's... Well, no, I do know it's her doing, but I also feel like producers are kind of sabotaging her in a way because I feel like they kind of... Why do you think they would sabotage her? What does she do? Because Alexia keeps calling this her show. Multiple times she keeps calling herself the star of the season and they say the number one thing these networks hate is when one of the ladies, especially on a franchise where it's an ensemble cast, when one of them starts... Because it's like an unspoken thing when we all know in each franchise there's an it girl. You know, Salt Lake City's Lisa mm-hmm. Barlow... Beverly but you Hills just like have Kyle. to pretend you're not. But yeah, the you girl. don't. You're not supposed to be there on TV. That's when you like, act like you don't know. That's like when Jack Scott fired from Vanderpump Rules. That season that Jack said, "I'm the number guy, number one guy in the group. This is my show." And then Lisa Vanderpump looked at him. She goes, "This is not your show. This is my show." And then he was not brought back next season. Mm. So I don't know. I'm just. I feel like this is some sort of punishment. It's like they her. have to remind them who's in power. Yeah, mm. it's not you, ma'am. We could take this away from you at any time. Oh my gosh! Don't do mm-hmm. it. And I feel like this is also why Adriana's trying so hard in every season because Adriana, they're just not bringing her back as a full-time housewife and it's driving her crazy. So she's overdoing it every mm-hmm. single Adriana episode. has found a way to fit herself into every episode this Everything. season. She's doing it on purpose. It honestly fooled me. Makes you think she's a full-time. <clears throat> I literally was treating Adriana like she was a part of the original cast. Well, Miami's the only one that treats the friends of more like full-times. More than Kiki. But it's because Adriana and Marisol were there from season one. Kiki wasn't. Mm. So I guess they have to. But Where do they um, meet Kiki? Kiki's just someone they brought. Kiki, Nicole, and Julia are the added, newly added ones when they did the reboot. Everyone else is from season one. So that's how it came to be. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But... Today we're recapping. I got it right this time in my notes. It's season six, episode 10, Mama Sita Madness, part two, which is kind of annoying that it's part two because you would have thought Anna would have said something or exploited Alexia in a way, but this, Anna, I ended up running away. This like part a, two was not giving. Not at all. It wasn't my, my favorite. So mm-hmm. basically this is when Alexia and Marisol tell Nicole that this is a setup and they walk out of the country club. Uh, They walk out. They say they're going to some country club or yacht club or something. And then Nicole's just confused. And she asks everyone to tell her what's happening. And they show all these podcast clips of Anna just talking badly about Marisol and Alexia. And Nicole ends up saying that she doesn't have time to listen to the podcast. But girl... (laughs) Everyone I mean, listens the fact that to at least to one podcast. She doesn't have time for forty-five minutes. A car ride. What do you only I mean, it's listen to? Music? A car ride. You don't just listen to the podcast when you're doing laundry, when you're cleaning, when you're doing random housework, the errands. Whole point when you're on the hospital, of a podcast doing... is to like listen to it to while you're time. doing something yeah. that you probably don't want to do. Like, mm-hmm. anyways, I'm. I doubt she doesn't have time to listen. <laughs> But Julia says she knows why Anna's coming and is trying to get Alexia and Marisol to stay in a way because she runs after them to their car. And it's just kind of funny. I just feel like outside, like, when they do run off to the car, Alexia's just yelling the whole time. Yeah. Just nonsense. <laughs> She's it's rambling. Just nonsense. The, whole t- the only thing I understand her and Marisol are, like, yelling all this gibberish outside is, like, just them being like, we can't go in there. Anna's coming. <laughs> and Marisol just keeps repeating, she said my ex was gay. <laughs> Oh, that's the only thing you have there. Oh, Marisol. But uh, Lexi also did keep saying again, I'm leaving for Marisol. I don't want, I'm not, I'm not worried about Anna. I'm leaving for her. Like, Alexi, you are worried because you know uh, Anna's about to talk about your finances. Literally, I mean, oh my even God. Even though Anna doesn't, but I don't know. I just, I didn't believe that Nicole didn't know 
until she did start crying and she started panicking inside after Alexia and Marisol left, I started to believe that Nicole has no idea that Anna, like how big the issue actually is. Did you? I, why do I just feel like Nicole's acting too oblivious? Really? I don't know. That's just kind of my vibe. Like, did she really expect this party to be all frills and tutus? Like, well, with Adriana? I thought, has she not been friends with these ladies, like, long enough? She has, but I feel like for Nicole, to her, it's like, or maybe Adriana lied to her, maybe said, oh, Anna just wants to come here for, I don't know. I don't know. I just, something in me feels like Nicole didn't mean for it to get this back. Okay. I don't know. I guess we'd have to keep like revisiting these details. So let's see how you feel at the end of this. Okay. Okay. I guess we'll see. But Lisa arrives. She's in her Honda. She's honking at the ladies. They're all laughing. And Gertie says, $2.99. Uh-huh. And Gertie tells Lisa that she loves it. But then we see in her confessional that Gertie actually didn't find it funny. And she says that Lisa's just trying to prove a point. But that Lisa instead is making fun of people who drive those type of cars. So she said that Lisa lost at this. Yeah. And uh, Larsa just asks Marisol why they're leaving. Oh, yeah, because Larsa was in the car with Lisa. Duh. And they tell Lisa and uh, Larsa that Anna's there. And uh, what is it called? Larsa just goes, wait, why is Anna here? What's going on? And Larsa just starts saying in her confessional, basically, should I be worried? Does Anna have something on me as well? And Marisol goes and says in her confessional, the real story is that Adriana and Nicole, well, this is her definition or her thought Mm. process of the real story, is that Adriana and Nicole came up with this plot with Anna to be part of the group and to take a hit at Marisol. Great. We hate Marisol. We'll really get her good. Like, this is what she just assumes. And then um, they just show basically, like, Alexia, please speak. That's what, like, Marisol's like, come on, Alexia, like, defend me here. And then in Mm. montage, which shows that Marisol maybe a little controlling in how Alexia shows her allegiance. I feel like they both are, though. They both want each other to defend one another in a certain way. No, I feel like they do. Like, honestly, like, I feel like Marisol was being really dramatic. I mean, as they're, like, trying to leave, she's like, Alexia, come here. Alexia, do this. And, like, that montage does kind of show Marisol to... I don't know. It just kind of shows the control that Marisol has on Alexia. I just feel like Alexia will listen to her. Is it that Marisol has control over Alexia or Alexia has control over Marisol? I can't tell. because I, I feel like they both, both control each other in a way. I feel like they both control each other. And that's like the basis of their friendship. That's why they're kind of both glued to the hip. Yeah, because the first season of the reboot, I felt like Marisol was controlling Alexia. And then last season when I watched it, I was like, oh, Alexia is definitely running the show. And then this season, I was like, oh, my God, who's doing I feel like they trade off. Yeah, they both want to be the alpha woman and they don't like it when the other one feels stronger. But I don't know. So also, I was wondering, like, why was Larsa so confused? Like, Larsa knows Anna, too. Larsa was like in season one with Anna. Larsa sitting there acting like she knows nobody. She doesn't understand what's happening. Like the whole time she's just like, my migraine, my head. What is happening? Like, I don't know. She was playing dumb. I felt she was playing very dumb. Larsa, when she wants to play stupid, she knows how. But, okay, so do we think Alexia, you know when Alexia and Marisol left, do we, because they said they went to a yacht club to drink. Do you think they actually went there or did production, did one producer go with them? They were like, let's just go to some place down the street. Let's have a few cocktails and see if you guys change your mind. 
Do you think that's what happened? I feel like it was or they pretty actually quick. Left. I feel like it was pretty quick that they had left and come back. Yeah. Um, and then like, when Lisa, well, we'll get there. When Lisa called, I felt like production told Lisa to call to make it seem like, yeah. hey, can you make it seem like they're not just popping back in? Right I don't know. Now? I feel like it was kind of plausible that like they probably were just going to dip and that probably someone in production set them down and was like, okay, like we need you guys to go and like have this conversation with Anna. You guys can't just leave every time yeah. it's an uncomfortable Like this might be the discussion. only scene we have with yeah, Anna. So you better so be here now. Possible. Okay. So we're going to leave it at that. Oh, sorry. I was yawning and then it went away. But they, we see Adriana and Anna in the car coming to the party. And Anna just seems very confident. She's getting herself ready to see the ladies. And Adriana's boosting her up. Which I don't know why she's... Well, I don't know what she was boosting her up for. But... <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, basically, Anna was just telling her how, like, she wasn't born a star, but, like, she did oh, everything to make that. it. And then, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. She said something like... Why would she something say like that? But why st- Why would she say that? What Like, whatever joke she was going to make, it just fell really flat. I mean, when and she it came into really the awkward. dinner, the entire thing fell flat. It's like the person I saw on the podcast isn't the same person who was yeah. now on the show. And I feel like... Um, Anna was kind of saying, like, she wasn't born a star because uh, I, I think Lisa was telling her, like, she is a star. Uh, oh, or whoever. Adriana. Wait, no. oh, sorry, Adriana. Adriana. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Lisa. Oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah, no, Adriana was telling her, like, she was born a star. So I just, I don't know. I feel like that was just mm-hmm. a very weird comment. And I feel like that kind of shows her mindset going into this. She clearly was lacking confidence. Oh, yeah. I think it's she probably so was supposed to go in there and bring up this like and she felt like she couldn't do it i felt like like she she couldn't do it and i was like when i was re-watching the episode i was trying to understand like why couldn't she do it was it just because they were all yelling at each other or was it because she was so surprised at everyone's reaction at her coming or was she was a part of what she said a little bit of a lie so she didn't she realized yeah she or did she camera. realize that she was lying and she was not going to be able to defend this and basically her podcast was going to go down or something but it wasn't her podcast she was on somebody it? else's podcast oh, she, oh yeah yeah she doesn't have a podcast oh yeah okay not her podcast Mm-mm. okay it was just on the podcast okay yep, that's what yep, was yep. confusing me um also there was that whole scene about like lisa not being able to say the word heinous oh yeah. how do you not know how to say that word <laughs> heinous Highness, wait, I don't know what, what was she trying to say. Highness, heinous, heinous. How could you say it wrong? I don't know. Who says it wrong? I don't. I don't know how else you can say this word. Well, Lisa Anyways. does. But Lisa says that she hasn't seen or spoken to Anna in almost ten years, which obviously most of the cast shouldn't have. They they <laughs> don't even talk outside the show. But it shows that none of these ladies have a relationship with Anna anymore, and Anna just wants to be a part of the cast at this point. Mm. So. Okay, I just personally believe that Anna was annoyed that she wasn't asked back to be part of the show. And that's why she went on in this, I don't know, like, she just went on this stream of bad-mouthing these ladies. Because to her, it's like, well, they got to be on the show. Maybe I'll be asked to be brought back or something if I say something about them that I know. I don't know. No, exactly. It sounds like she was trying to, like, win back 15 more minutes of fame. And I don't know. I don't know what she expected off this, like, one appearance on the episode. She made herself look worse. Yeah, it's kind of given me, I don't know, there's been a lot of these, like, I don't know what else to call Anne-Marie, like, appearances. Oh, Anne-Marie, yeah. You know, everyone's yeah. so excited to be on the show, and I think I'm also saying this in reference to the fact that I was literally 
just like scrolling through the Bravo Reddit sphere mm-hmm. and I had seen this one meme of like <laughs> all the um, all the pics that Anne-Marie had posted for episode six of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just because she was going to be on it. But like her basically saying she was about to be a castmate. And I just feel like the desire for some of these women that were not chosen as castmates is really showing in these few seasons that are airing right now. Why? Why? Why is everyone so like? Everyone's I don't become know. so fame hungry, and I can't Everyone's even explain really it. No one is genuine. These new people that come on—they're doing whatever they can to like. They all want a stunt. They want. They want to make a moment on TV. The same way that Nene Leaks has a moment. Teresa has her table flip. Uh, now with the whole Monica thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, before, like, just in every franchise, there is a moment. And every lady wants to recreate a moment and become a meme. And when they, and they want to be able to be at BravoCon and have, because when you become like, when you make a statement on a show or like uh, what Whitney said about her vagina, that that's going to be something at BravoCon that we see next year where it's hung up. Don't exploit my vagina. That's we're We're going to see that at BravoCon. Okay. It's going to be up there hung up because <laughs> it became a thing. That's what every lady's trying yeah. to do. So that's why I don't believe half of their intentions, like the new ones that come in, the newcomers. But yeah, yeah, man, you can't trust these people. That was my opinion of it. But we see, so this was after Lisa basically was saying she doesn't really know Anna anymore. And we see, not a flashback, what is it? Like they show a video of another clip of the podcast where they ask Anna about what she thinks of Lisa and Lenny's divorce, to which Anna said, or Anna, I keep calling her Anna. Anna says that Lenny met a Canadian girl at a Vegas pool party. And that is for her, like that's to stay in Vegas, not to take home. Ooh. Basically insinuating that he shouldn't have even wifed her up, like in a way, right? Did Ooh, I, did yeah, I understand no, that correctly? that's exactly what that insinuates. And uh, but Lisa says in her confessional that she's here for honest stirring up trouble. <laughs> she's here for it, but not here for it. But here for it, but not here for it. But she's I don't know. It's just it. uh, it's literally. Her, those, I hate her confessionals. I don't know. I, I don't like Lisa's. Confessionals. Literally every time I hear Lisa's confessionals, it really gives me like this. Blech. I like, like cringe. Feeling. Yeah. It's like, like it's just major cringe. And I just feel like nothing she says is anything she actually does. Like yeah, nothing. Nothing she says is it's how not Lisa actually feels. The actions or how that come she, out of her. Yeah. Like she doesn't actually like she can't walk the talk. Like she's saying all of this like, oh, yeah, no, I'm here mm-hmm. for the job, but I'm not here. But I'm, you're not going to contribute anything to this, Lisa. And in fact, she doesn't contribute anything to this. It's, she ends up wanting to just have that one phrase or that one thing she has to like ask Julia about which okay we're gonna get to that mm-hmm. but um that's basically about it and then she didn't have like any more to her argument and then she was done she gives me the vibe of those five five guys that work fast food job they don't really do much with their life and they keep saying I'm, I'm gonna get new teeth one day oh, I'm gonna buy you these no, new shoes yeah. I'm gonna take you to this restaurant I'm gonna do oh and this is not like being specific to anyone I've never yeah. talked to a five foot five guy I'm just saying like it's like it's like that it's person like giving where that everything energy. they say and it's like I'm gonna be taller I'm gonna do this and it's, it's like, like, like go are you off working small king. are you playing basketball to get taller are you getting an education to get the career you're talking about are you doing but they're not doing implants. what they say they, you know that was a horrible um, analogy for me to get, but oh my I'm just trying to find something to explain it. No? Okay, I just need to make sure my microphone is still working. Okay. 
sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> Gertie came with Russell's sister, and oh my god, <laughs> she looks exactly like Russell. But she looks like the. She woman. had the same face, like the same like uh-huh. concerned, stern face. She was so sweet. But <laughs> now I know if Russell was a woman. But anyways, so Lisa tells Gertie that she drove her maid's car to make Gertie happy. And then we see that Lisa actually twisted what Gertie said the night before as if Gertie would be happy seeing Lisa in a like bad car, which that wasn't what Gertie actually said. And Gertie, Gertie just wants her to be more affordable. And basically, like, I don't know, Lisa's whole thing was like, Gertie, we drove the car for you. And Gertie had literally just said it was a joke. And she just like, she really just takes everything she takes everything like in a really negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and honestly, like it took nothing for Lisa to then add a jab about uh, Gertie bringing up her finances. Like Lisa literally started it. Lisa started the fighting. Like yeah. it was her. She's the one who kind of like raised her voice and was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the fact that you would even bring up my husband's finances or Jody's finances, whatever. Gertie wasn't even doing it in a mean way, though. She was yeah. being the nicest out of all of them. But then we see that Lisa asks everyone their net worth. And Kiki just jumps in and says, says $500. <laughs> she don't I got feel money. That, Kiki. And then she said she didn't even have $500 on her. I felt that. Mm-hmm. But Lisa looks at Julia and she goes, you said, did you put your kids to bed on time? And now we see Julia and Lisa fight. And Lisa tells Julia that basically Julia was trying to insinuate that Lisa's an unfit mom or not doing what a mom would do in her position on the night of her opera event. And Lisa just wants Julia to apologize so bad. But I don't know. Like I was kind of just laughing at Julia not giving in. Even when Lisa raised, Lisa raised her voice at her and wouldn't give her a simple apology, Julia was just not... She, like, do you think Julia should have apologized? So I feel like... Because all the ladies were like, Julia, just apologize. I know, I know. I feel like everyone's giving Julia a lot of crap about it. And I do understand where you were coming from. You were kind of telling me that, like, you know, it's like she should just apologize. I feel like julia didn't do anything wrong so why is she the one that's expected to apologize okay i get it her delivery was off if anything she can apologize for the delivery but i don't think she has to apologize for asking the question Mm -hmm. i i don't know like i feel like we live in a world that doesn't want to hear the truth but lisa especially i feel like you could even they made julia the nicest person and Julia was still offended. If Julia couldn't get through to Lisa, I really don't think anyone can. And the thing point. is, it's one thing if, like, Julia was saying it, you know, with her nose turned up in the air and her just being like, you know, well, maybe you should have tucked in your kids, you know. But that's not what she did. She was mm-hmm. just being like, you know, she was trying to, like, find a creative way to go about it. Yeah. And I feel like, what, she's just getting a ton of hate for her saying specifically, well, did you tuck your kids in? Well, it could be better than her saying... Did you literally leave your kids and come to my party? I feel like I that would have been yeah, worse. I mean, she said it in such a normal She said it nice so nicely. Way. I feel like at that point it would be like, okay, well, then Lisa, how else do I tell you that you're hurting yourself? I feel yourself? like to Lisa, it's like, I just don't want this to be said on camera. Because Lenny's going to be okay, able then to why are you doing the show? anything these ladies why are you say doing against the show? her. Because she needs the money. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't have an education. Okay, then don't spend $10,000 on Instacart. See, I don't know who the hell allowed her to have a budget like that. No, this is also Lenny's fault. Lenny allowed her to get comfortable in having a budget like this. 
It's everyone's fault. I mean, it's like when they talk about spoiled more money, rich more little girls or spoiled girls, daddy's girls who get everything from their dad. They end up blaming the dad. They're like, maybe if you didn't keep giving her so much as a kid, she wouldn't keep expecting that the older she got too. That's true. And then you end up not being able to change ways of someone because that's just what they're used to. Everything in moderation, man. Everything in moderation. Some things are fun not in moderation. <laughs> but but like I said, the ladies ended up yelling at Julia again and telling her to just own it and say that she's sorry. But Julia keeps reiterating that she didn't say anything bad or malicious to her. And Julia says that she isn't a hypocrite to say sorry when she doesn't mean it. So um, the poet had printed this poem that he wrote to Lisa as seeing that she was going off and angry. And it was sweet, but a random poem. And Lisa is in your superpowers. How, how did I wrote? What? Lisa's in your superpowers. Okay. Um, that poem didn't make sense. Oh, wait. Um, Lisa is in your superpowers of a boss mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, you wait. Uh, Lisa, light. in your superpowers, you are a boss mom. You are uh-huh. a guiding light, a sweet soul, mamacita. And then it's just funny because Lisa's <laughs> reading this while she's crying. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, and then literally... Nicole's kissing her cheek, trying to comfort yeah, her. And, yeah. And everyone's just trying to be like, oh, there. See, Lisa, you're a great mom. <laughs> But then Anna finally arrives. It's about time. It, like took a while. It's like after fifteen Takes minutes. Takes forever. Yeah. And I'm sorry, scratching my eye. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, I feel like Anna was a little pissed off when she arrived and saw that the people she wanted weren't seated at the table, and Adriana looked a little annoyed as well. And Anna comes in with her tail between her legs and she just tells Lisa that she's rooting for her after they showed a flashback of her talking badly about the way that Lenny got Lisa in the first place, like meeting her in Vegas. And she goes, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, Lisa. And Lisa just looks at her and she goes, really? Oh, really? You're rooting for me? Yeah. She goes, yeah. Like, Anna just has no backbone. Like, how do you think Anna reacted with the ladies when she first arrived compared to the big game that she kept talking about the ladies on the podcast? That was not the same personality. That was not the same personality at all. I mean, I feel like I literally just... The fact that she automatically went to Lisa and said she's rooting for her when... I think it's been known that, like, she has said bad things about them right yeah yeah she has so okay. i don't know she knows everyone at that table has heard that podcast okay, okay let's so all be honest why is she so awkward fake. why is she acting fake nice with... so awkward they're uh, fake she weird. wants to be on the show she wants to be brought back and she knows if they hate her they won't bring her back Mm-mm. that's what happens <laughs> but lisa tells anna that alexia and marisol left and uh, that's then basically I feel like uh, Adriana's wheels just start turning and Adriana just keeps asking, why did they, why did they run? Why did they run? Like trying to insinuate that they're the guilty ones for running. Suzanne, uh, guys, sorry. I don't know why <laughs> Suzanne is being quiet. Hello? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Guys, you know what's annoying? Suzanne ended up adding her own notes in here because usually I do the notes, Okay. And, like, I'm making it to her notes. I'm trying to give her her time to talk and stuff. And she's not. She's just Oh, my God. No, sorry. Sorry. You're just so And she wanted me to rely on her to do notes. (laughs) This is why I don't rely on her to do anything. No, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Okay, sorry. So they basically had a flashback. Uh Um, A flashback to them, quote, unquote, being the three musketeers back in 2013. And that was all according to Lisa. Like, Lisa called Alexia... 
um, Anna, and I think it was Marisol, the mm-hmm. three musketeers. Um, but okay, I just I just wanted to make a comment real quick. Like, th- weren't they saying that like she was calling Marisol a rotting corpse? Why were they fitting that in so casually? Why did no one ever talk about it? Like, it's like somebody just brought up the Marisol was being called a rotting corpse by Anna. But, like, for some reason, the one thing Marisol keep, kept talking about is just the fact that her ex is gay. Yeah, yeah I feel like, like that's what Marisol was focusing on. Wouldn't it on. bother me more if I was called a well, I feel a like she corpse. doesn't want to put light to that one because <laughs> Marisol doesn't want anyone to be like, but you do look like that. Because, you know, the one thing about Marisol, she does look like she's, like, melting. Not that. I just feel like something happened. Or, you know, the way that I, I, I know you didn't watch the seasons with her mom, but her mom looked deformed in a way because it ended up that she got she ended up being allergic to the fillers in her face or whatever and i'm, I'm starting to feel like marisol might be a little not, she might not be allergic to it but some her face isn't working out with the fillers i think that's what it is okay i don't know what it is yeah i don't know what it is something it, is off with the fillers well, on it's her it's a little melty yeah, nothing against her, guys. Nothing, nothing no, we're bad. not shaming with bad. the looks. No, it's, the I was fill- just, it's, it's the cosmetic procedures. Yeah, it's just, you know, that changes just looks some, different. That's just what looks, scares me with that yeah. stuff, man. I'd rather be a little insecure of my nose than go and get, some, yeah. get it done and get it botched. <laughs> okay, so Lars ends up asking Adriana why she brought Anna when she knew it would cause so much conflict. And Adriana just says, like, you're not the hostess, so I don't have to tell you anything. And basically the staying face from Adriana, like if looks could kill, she she just looks like poison. I just feel like, I don't know. I, she just the whole time was just not having it. I, I don't know. I feel like she seemed more pissed than mm-hmm. like confused. I don't know. I just feel like she seemed like she had expectations yeah. for the dinner and that were not met. Yeah. But Lisa's calling Alexia and Marisol to come back and shut this down so that Anna, de- Anna, however you say it, doesn't say anything that they can't defend without being there. And I feel like production ended up convincing Alexia and Marisol to come back, but they needed a way for the ladies to come back very naturally. So they asked Lisa to call them and act like she was inviting them Which back. I thought that was pretty smooth. Yeah, I mean, Lisa getting up when she did, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, they made this semi-believable. Yeah, like, they did it in a smart way. Yeah, that was pretty smart. Um, and... One thing that uh, I feel like gets like lost in the sidelines too is like you realize that like Kiki is sitting there asking Adriana like basically why she invited um uh why she invited Anna and the whole time the only responses Adriana is giving her are just like they're very childish responses like they're very yeah. much like because Nicole is the hostess okay why are you answering these questions like that? And obviously Kiki asked the question again and asked the question a couple more times. That's like when a kid is like, I know what you are, but what am what I? Am I? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like what? we're just going to keep doing this back and forth. Or it's like you say something like, I don't know. I say yellow. You say yellow. I say rainbow. You say rainbow. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. don't do that. Like, that's just really annoying. So I, I think it makes sense why Kiki ends up storming out. And Kiki just literally, like, it has had it. Like, she's just like, it just makes no sense. You're not justified, basically. And the storm count, I think, at that point was five people. No, it was four people. Or four people. Yeah, yeah. four. But we see the poet going at it, man. This man is typing in the background. And and they call him the Biscayne poet. Yeah, it's just Biscayne. so funny. Where did, like, name, just, where did that name come from? Is that actually? Oh no, name? Biscayne is just an area in Florida. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you I just say that? See, I'm always. Ugh. 
But the uh, we see Lisa tell Anna that she has an agenda right as Alexi and Marisol arrive. And Kiki explains to Alexi and Marisol what happened so far. So then they all go upstairs together. So Kiki's back as well. And Alexi and Marisol clearly wanted to be the ones who entered the party last so that Anna is the one who felt intimidated because the last one to show up intimidates the people who are sitting down. So I kind of understood that. Yeah, and, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely feel like they were trying to... They didn't want to give Anna the power being that last one walking in with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It felt like a power dynamic thing. But Adriana points out to Marisol that Anna is right there and all Marisol says is, oh... I haven't seen her in 11 years and didn't recognize her and just keeps walking past her. Meanwhile, Larsa, who has nothing to do with anything and has no real involvement whatsoever, is just talking about her migraine. <laughs> it's just like so random, you know, yeah, like she Larsa's just she doesn't say anything. And then the couple times that she chirps up and says anything, it's like a complaint. Like no one's talking to you, Larsa. <laughs> but apparently Alexia and Marisol say that they saw Anthony when they went out to drink. <clears throat> is Anthony just always out there in the Miami streets in like day drinking? He has a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> yeah, for how rich he is, he has a lot of time on his hands. Usually people who have that much money are really busy people. They don't have time to drink that no. much. But Alexia tells Anna to speak on how she thinks she's above all of them. And Anna just obviously goes, no, I never said that. And then really, that's like when Marisol starts telling her, you said you hit me so much, you wish I was dead. <laughs> and like, they're going to come back to this a lot. But like, there's a lot of dramatic music at play here. You know, mm-hmm. just it's it's uh, tensions are rising. Tensions are very much rising. But they just keep fighting with Nicole and telling her that she acted like she didn't know Anna. But then they showed a flashback of a few minutes ago where Nicole's saying that she does know Anna. She was just mispronouncing her last name wrong and Alexia and Marisol took it and ran with it. So we kind of just caught them in another lie again. Because- also, wait, did you notice that in the middle, like, um, hmm. uh, like right after Marisol starts calling out like what Anna said, there was like this random blonde lady that just takes this like ginormous swing oh, yeah, out of her thing. Oh, yeah, they kept panning to her. They kept panning to like random people. Wait, like uh, who who were the people at this dinner and why do we... And those people were really sitting there so awkwardly. They were like... Oh, yeah, man. like I, I, some of them just seemed excited for like a fight to break out. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, finally on TVC, yeah. live. <laughs> That's how they were acting. But Nicole tells the ladies that she can only judge Anna for how she treats her and how she's been, which is nice. And then Alexia decides to go low and tell Nicole that Nicole is mean. And that's why Nicole's mom wasn't at this Mother's Day brunch because her mother called her mean. Like, don't bring up her parents. And also, Alexia's basically saying that she feels set up because if Nicole knew that a conflict wasn't going to happen this brunch, Nicole would have brought her mom. So Nicole not bringing her mom means Nicole didn't want her mom to be here during this fight. So, like, Nicole knew that a fight was going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's what Alexis is insinuating. But... Basically, they end up just showing this whole screen of everybody fighting. And then uh, Gertie, has Gertie left yet? I don't think Gertie storms out and leaves yet, right? No, that's literally when Gertie leaves. Okay. Gertie leaves. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I thought. And then Anna suddenly leaves as well, too. Anna didn't even get to say her point at all. Anna said nothing. She brought nothing this episode. They might as well have just cut her out. Okay, she storms out. Like, she wanted screen time. She wanted to be on the show. She didn't say anything, and she left. Like, why do you she think... She didn't it, do anything. Why didn't she have the balls to say what she said on that podcast? She did nothing. To their faces. She just showed up, like, did a little, like, U-turn around the and table. And this is exactly why production hey didn't guys, bring her back. Like, she didn't even tell anyone she was leaving. She came with Adriana. They were in the same car together. She left without her. And Adriana did not stop her either. 
we didn't get to talk about Alexia's finances. We didn't get to talk Maybe about Maybe that's Mansell. also why Adriana was pissed because she just like yep. literally snuck out, didn't even yep. say anything. And now Adriana's going to get all the heat for this. Mm-hmm. Well, Adriana now is realizing she's like, crap, I'm going to look like the villain now. And Adriana does not want to be the villain. Mm-mm. Just saying. Wow. Yeah. This I, not good. Yeah. And Larsa just randomly yells that she misses her boyfriend. Oh, my God. But uh, what did you say here? Haiku about today? Oh, yeah. And then basically Nicole gives us a little haiku. Planned a fun party. People got very upset. F my life. For real, oh, which uh, fulfills the haiku <laughs> uh, requirement. But you know what? I just realized these ladies' confessionals are not my favorite. Like, my confessionals kind of. I stuck. feel like Nicole's confessionals. Like, I think she's trying to be witty, but she's Adriana's just not. Adriana's are funny. Adriana's, like Adriana's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I like Alexia's and Marisol's. Yeah. Um, but I just yeah. And I then Larsa like, the entire like. The entire time she just goes, I'm like, but like, OMG like, uh, but yeah. like, oh my Mary God, California. like, what are you talking about? Like, mm. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate it when someone uses the word like a light. And sometimes I feel like I do, but I don't think I do it that much. It's not that bad. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. But we go in. It's Gertie's surgery day. Not really much to say about it. It's just very sad. They leave at 5 a.m. They, the doctor goes over everything and it was just really sad. The, what really broke my heart was when she was talking on the phone with her parents and you could tell her, I could tell her dad was the one speaking the entire time because her mom was crying in the background. Cause when her mom said, I love you, her voice was breaking and then Gertie just broke down Aww. at that point. And Russell was so emotional. He was loving it. <laughs> Oh, it was so emotional. It was but very anyways, emotional. Yeah, so she went in. It was really sad. And then we see quick scenes. We see Larson Marcus. She's making him a sandwich, of course. <laughs> uh, Lisa's getting rid of outfits that she doesn't want anymore with her stylist. I think he's her stylist or something, right? He has to be a stylist. Who else is going to waste their time going through someone's closet? And then we see Russell talking on the phone with Nicole to inform her about Gertie so far. She's still in surgery. And then we get to the scene where Adriana comes over to Julie's house. And Julie had cooked some food for them. And they talk about the Mother's Day brunch and apparently they show a flashback. They had an after party and it seemed like everyone was getting along in the after party and Julia was kissing all up on Lisa and she just kept repeating to her, I am your friend. I am your friend. I am your friend. I am your friend. And then Lisa's like, are you trying to sleep with me right now? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But then Julia confronts Adriana about the Anna situation and Adriana says that they were acting like criminals running from the police, like about Alexia and Marisol, that they were acting like Thelma and Louise, like they did something bad. Mm-hmm. And Julia tells Adriana that it is understandable they ran away because we all have things we don't want people to know about us, which I completely understand, especially if I'm on TV. I don't want my entire life exploited. I want what I want out there. And uh, basically that Anna was... Anna was there on purpose to do like for a purpose. And Adriana explains that Anna was there because she wanted to put it all out there and clear it out. But she couldn't because no one let her. And Julia goes and tells Adriana as her best friend that she just wants to tell her what she's seeing. And Julia tells Adriana that she caused a conflict. And Adriana goes like, I don't know. Adriana's just going off at this point. She like Adriana, you set him up. You feel Ugh. like like she's trying to justify her reasoning for bringing on it, but there's nothing to. There's justify literally nothing. It with. There's no the, way to justify it, and I feel like she is trying so hard, so hard to justify. I, I don't know. There's just no way you can justify this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Julia's delivery to Adriana is being very nice. She's being very. She's walking on eggshells with her right now too. 
And Adriana just seems very annoyed at this point. But after Julia said she enjoyed spending time with Alexia, I felt Adriana just completely shut down at that point. Like, as if Julia was against her. She doesn't like hearing that Julia is getting along with them. Because to Adriana, it's like, if I'm not getting along with them, I don't want you to get along with them. Um, and Adriana mm. tells Julia to stop playing devil's advocate. Adriana packs her things and starts walking out of Julia's house. And Julia just starts, like, following her and telling her that everyone thinks Nicole brought Anna, but Adriana's the one who brought her, but Nicole is taking the heat for it. And Julie explains that Adriana, if she knew someone was coming to an event to share a secret about her, that she wouldn't want to be there either. And this is very much justified. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but we go and we see Nicole and Anthony. They're checking out their new home. And oh, I get so jealous when I see it. It's just, it's so big. It's spacious. They have their own boat park area in the back. It's just, they got everything. So nice. And Anthony's just going through every room explaining them. And. Uh, Nicole explains how she's a, a neat freak. So basically, Anthony narrows things down to three choices for her, and she just has to pick from three things, which I think that's actually pretty smart. That's very smart. Especially when you know how your partner works. So he asks Nicole how her Mother's Day brunch went. She says everyone lost their mind. And now we pan to Alexia and her son Frankie, and Marisol comes over. And we see that Marisol and Alexia are actually wearing the same thing. They're both in black, kind of <laughs> shimmery tops with white heels, the same type of heels, too. And then we go back to Nicole and Anthony and Anthony tells her he saw Alexia and Marisol where he was getting drinks and he thought that the brunch had ended. But Nicole said the brunch had just started when they left and they were very flustered. Um, so Alexia and Marisol were back to them and they're basically just talking smack about that day. They did not like the brunch and they still believe that Nicole set him up and that Nicole's mother not being there was a red flag because they knew Nicole wanted something bad to happen that day, which is what I was telling you yeah. that they thought that was that her not bringing her mom is her wanting a fight to happen because she didn't want her mom in the fight, obviously. So they just want Nicole to admit she was behind it. Mm. We pan back to Nicole explaining to that she explains that Gertie even left early because of her procedure and she felt that it was just a little too chaotic which so, it was <laughs> yeah I mean if I'm having surgery the next day I don't want to go into a surgery no. I'm already stressed thinking about the yeah, surgery oh my itself. god what honestly the? good on Gertie for leaving yeah because... that was actually pretty smart especially well, she had Russell's sister so that's embarrassing yeah. for her imagine Russell's sister never being around these ladies and just seeing them fight on camera that's embarrassing uh, very but Marisol then says to Alexia that she also felt bad for Gertie, but they moved past that very quickly. They really <laughs> talk about her. And they go back to saying how they can't believe Nicole would do that to them. Just They're playing victim. But, I mean, I don't blame them. I, I don't blame them, yeah. Uh, so we see just Gertie. She's back from the hospital. Her little son comes to greet her. He gives her a hug and a kiss. And he continues to hold on to his mom. And they just walk into the room. And he has, like, <laughs> surprise Gatorade. I just love the Tower of <laughs> yeah, Gatorade. It's Gatorade so cute. It was such it. a cute so, little yeah. ode to, like, them uh, mm -hmm. at the bowling alley. Snacks, letters, trinkets, and pictures of him. I don't know why he put a picture of him. By <laughs> it was his honestly <laughs> so cute. You could tell it was, like, uh, from Arts and Crafts. Yeah. Or his teacher helped him do yeah. that or something. So I just thought that was really nice. So we're going to end up finding out next episode Gertie's pathology test results, which, I mean, obviously from what I know, I think she ended up getting chemo. So it ended up not being good. But she's good now, obviously. But That's good. Yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens next episode. But it was a great... It was a good episode. This, uh, you know, the season isn't my favorite, but I'm still always entertained with Miami, nevertheless. So yeah. it was a good episode. I feel like for me... Um, uh, not to give anyone any biases, but I just feel like 
this scene was anticlimactic. I feel like we built it up and I had high expectations Very. for like at least somewhat of a direct throwdown or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like someone, I don't know, getting to the nitty gritty of the situation. I feel like this season, it's been a lot of tiptoeing around things. I don't think we're really yeah. getting to anything. Um, you know, we know of this and that, but I feel like, I don't know, nothing is coming to completion. So, I don't know. I'm, I hope the next couple episodes are good, but we'll see. I guess we'll have to find Compared out. Compared to SLC, I don't know. Hard to talk. Yeah, honestly, after that finale of SLC, <laughs> that, everything else that is SLC, Oh, my God. I'm so excited for the reunion. But yeah. yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and rate, please, review. Please leave us your feedback. We'll be on YouTube very soon once we get the cameras in and Susan and I start, like, she's back in California. Recording. She gets her head back in and everything and we get a schedule in. We're going to be posting videos because I want to start posting our clips on TikTok and our Instagram account because my Instagram account is not looking great right now, okay? But it's because I'm waiting to start clipping me and Susan's, like, actual podcast videos so I could just start posting those instead because, guys, I don't want to get copyright issues for posting screenshots or whatever from the Bravo account itself, okay? So we're just going to be posting our clip, our snippets of our podcast clips. I think it's the best way to get exposure and to market ourselves, so. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, and once we get comfortable on this camera, guys, don't be surprised if you see me and Susie in glasses or in a robe or, you know, well, I don't think you'll ever see Susan in it, but you will definitely be seeing me in my famous robe. I'm a robe girl. You'll see Susan in workout clothes all the time. Okay. (laughs) That's really what you'll be seeing. Uh, Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we are signing off. Signing off.